guys, welcome back to the Science of Golf Performance YouTube show. I'm Alex. And I'm Tyler. And I'm Chris. <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about golf exercises to strengthen the core, or the greatest exercises to strengthen the, the core. greatest of all time. Like, greatest absolutely. for golf. Greatest. <laughs> or just life in general, just life I guess. Yeah. 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 It's a big topic, especially in the world of golf performances. That's My where core. your power comes from, right? Well, all movement starts from the core. Every, a strong core and lots of crunches will get Tons you to straight leg raises. A oh, very... Yeah. <laughs> what about the elbows? <laughs> yeah. That's a good one yep. too, right? Yep. Anything that's done. Rocky style. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If you make a birdie, you take your shirt off like the soccer players. And you got to have good abs, right? Right. Well, I think this is a lot of what people think and in ways are true and ways are not. Um, it is important to have a strong core. It is one way that we do produce our power and that we can, you know, overall strength can be optimized and, and strength can go up. So what are some of the... I mean, there's different ways to train the core, right? There's like people think like, you know, crunches are how you build the core and things like seriously, but, <laughs> but we know that. Well, let's start. What is the core? That's a good like, question. Like, I, don't know. I think that, yeah, what do you, how would you define the core? <laughs> um, so when I think about the core, I think about more than just your six pack. So I talk about a lot about bracing. I think about an eight pack. An eight pack. <laughs> and, so I guess if you're Chris Finn, you think you're an eight pack. <laughs> But um, like we're talking here a lot about bracing. So talk about like such as like a 360 brace. Your core actually goes all the way around your midsection. And so that's why doing more than just crunches is. What was the, you used, that a, you used a great analogy. Part. We were doing kind of, what was the, um, so, what you teach like to the juniors? Yeah, so um, what we were talking about earlier actually was think about if there's an inner tube that goes all the way around your waist or a tire and um, before you perform a heavy exercise, like a heavy barbell back squat, you have to think about the tire has to be full with air before you can perform the movement or it's not going to stay braced and, and there's going to be a fault in the movement. So yeah. by training the core, you're actually filling up the tire with air. Or you're making yourself, you're giving yourself the capability of being able to fill the tire up with air. Yeah. I like to always think of, uh, I don't, I don't, I personally don't like the term core strength. I, I always think of it as what we're doing is training spinal stiffness mm -hmm. and how well can you maintain that spine in position that you want it to be while your arms and your legs are producing the powerful movements. And um, I think you made the point earlier, it, like your core is important because that's like, I view that as like Grand Central Station. That's like the transfer station, right? Mm -hmm. Where stuff comes in and then stuff has to go out. And if there's inefficiency in there, you're going to lose it. But mm -hmm. I think uh, the reason I love that analogy is it just it gives the whole the 360 picture of it's not just the front there's there's stuff all around and some people will define it like the hips mm -hmm. or the glutes are part of the core the diaphragm mm -hmm. like they'll go up and down mm -hmm. um, but i think the key that's helped me a lot has been just viewing it as can i maintain my spine in that position mm -hmm. while i'm producing you know movement you know whether it's a deadlift mm -hmm. whether it's a golf swing you know i think that's the tough part with the golf swing mm -hmm. right is the spine is dynamic um, and so the challenge is kind of controlling that movement yeah. as much as possible. Yeah, so spinal stiffness and then you, the spine can move in so many different ways that we need to train it in so many different ways so that it doesn't laterally flex, it doesn't extend, and it doesn't flex too much. So those are, when we're prescribing exercises to our virtual clients, to our in-house people, um, we're making sure that we're including all, all these types that we you know, we customize it to some of those people who have trouble in certain planes and holding certain positions. Like if they are 
more inclined to be flexing and they don't know how to extend as much. Like we're going to train a lot of anti-flexion. Um, and so, you know, maybe Tyler can point out some of the, the exercises we use in-house and with our virtual clients that help train these different. Well, yeah, I guess well, as, he's in, um, as you're describing, we're going to have our wonderful friend, uh, shout out to BirdieCast, if you haven't checked out that podcast yet. Um, so Leslie uh, Klutz, who's on one of our uh, mm -hmm. professional players, her and Maya uh, Schechner uh, are just, they're hilarious. And they have a great insight just to life on tour. Um, so yeah, I guess as you're describing, uh, Leslie's going to be, hopefully she'll be doing them right. But <laughs> no pressure, Leslie. Yeah, so we talk about the different movements that we can use in which to train the core. And Alex kind of touched on a little bit. There's anti-rotation, anti-flexion, anti-extension, um, anti-lateral flexion, extension, and um, I guess the first one that, and probably the most common that comes to mind to create that spinal stiffness is anti-rotational movements and what we do. Um, I know Alex and I just touched on a recent video. If you haven't checked it out yet, we talked about an exercise such as a paddle press in which you're, you're holding your arm straight out extended. And Leslie's going to show you and touch on this a little bit more, but you're holding your arm straight out extended while there's, there's an external force pulling on you. And you're trying to create that spinal stiffness to lock in your spine and, um, stop it from wanting to try and rotate and move and that's where it goes a lot more beyond than just doing a simple crunch you can't get that kind of training out of a crunch movement or there's different um movements in which alex talked about the anti-extension or anti-flexion uh we had a really good talk earlier today about when you're performing a barbell, a barbell back squat and your back is super cranky and arched out you're overextended what can you do to to train that anti-extension here we do a lot of dead bugs and there's a lot of different variations in which we can do in, in our dead bug movement. Um, or the third one that we kind of talked about is um, the, the lateral flexion component. And in that we do a lot of carries, um, a lot of suitcase, unilateral suitcase carries in that, in that mode in which you're trying to um, really make sure that, that you're staying square and you're working that anti-side bend, that anti-flexion. Yeah, I think that's that's great. And a lot of the, you know, applying these to golfers that are on the road and traveling a lot, like all these things you can do. And we touched on in our last video when we talked about like band exercises on the go. Um, do any of these things on the road in your hotel room in a parking lot. Like, and you don't even know, you need a band. You could just use your body weight for some of them. It's, it, it's so easy that you could do it on the road with just a band. And Chris made a really good comment earlier the core is kind of the grand central station and the online clients that i train virtually honestly I, I give them core work almost every single workout just because it's so important being the grand central station um being that that almost that messenger sending out or carrying so much uh transfer from one area to the next in your body that it's something that you can tra you can train almost every single day and still be working your your anti-rotation one day and your anti-extension flexion the next. I think that's the key that I think often gets missed in most of the golfers I talk to, um, even some coaches, right? It's, it's just like, say, I did my core work. Well, I think there's so many different types and elements of core work that need to be done. You know, I think what we're talking about is more like the, what I would say is more commonly considered core work in the golf world, it's more golfy, right? The anti-extension and the anti-rotation especially. Um, you know, but I think what's, what I think often gets missed is the ultimate core strength is comes from lifting heavy. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's really nothing if you look at performance-based research and doing all the anti-rotation. Like, there's nothing that I've seen that says, "Hey, you do all that, you're gonna perform better necessarily." Mm -hmm. 
but when you look at the the heavy lifting, really, is there a better way to train the ability to create spinal <laughs> stiffness, maintain that during mm-hmm. heavy load and dynamic movement through multi plane or multi joints? Mm-hmm. Um, there's really not, is it? You're, right. you're, you're the power lifter. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, I know as a power lifter, we're kind of stubborn, and we say we we train our core by squat, benching, and deadlifting, and that's and that's true ultimately, but. You know, the powerlifters were kind of on the other side of the spectrum where we don't want to do the other things. Um, It definitely helps. It assists a lot. And we're not, we have core strength because we squat heavy weight and we deadlift heavy weight. Um, But being able to control um, is where those little little exercises come in, like the suitcase carries and everything. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and I think in a perfect world, we take these people who come in, we find their their weaknesses, kind of build upon those weaknesses with dead bugs and things, and then start to load them more because we've, you know, given them a good base of core strength. We can then progress them into some barbell work, some compound movements, where then we can really see the performance benefits from it. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, I was just gonna say, if you think about the the overall idea of of golf performance and to be able to train well you have to have that core foundation and like you talked to be able to do the multi-joint um the bilateral exercises like a like a barbell back squat or a deadlift from the floor if you, if you have a weak core your training can only advance or it can only progress so far and at that point then your your core is going to be the limiting factor in which is going to tap you out in training and then that's going to transfer over to your swing mm-hmm. at that point then your, your swing has no more potential either yeah. Well, I think that's where we see, I think when we go back to like how we look at evaluating a golfer, we go to the, the power profiles, right? And we look at how far do they throw a shot put and a chest pass and how high can they <laughs> jump. Uh, and we'll a lot of times see that be lower than what the actual swing speed percentile is. And when you go and actually then you dive into the, the, the force production or the mm-hmm. strength piece of that, and then you see like you put like a hundred pounds on like a 200 pound guy's back and he's going like this mm-hmm. on the coming up out of the hole in the squat. Like he has zero anti-extension control. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really understand how to do that. I think that's to me, like it's where these kind of fill in the holes, the anti-extension. The, uh, like I think it's, it's a total approach that needs to be taken and it's understanding and evaluating when do you need to lift heavy mm-hmm. to get stronger in the core? And when do you need to, you know, utilize the anti-extension, the anti, you know, as the anti-rotational stuff. Um, I think that can be used very almost surgically, um, you know, when it's when it's necessary. Yeah. Any more words of wisdom, or are we are we all wisdomed out? <laughs> well, I was just gonna say, you just threw it all out there. Uh, no, so from the beginning, that you know, these core exercises are ultimately going to help us to load more weight in our compound exercises and be able to produce force more efficiently because right. we'd be able to load it but with a stronger core maybe we can produce more force in that same movement yeah, i think that's the key is this, uh, one of the most frustrating things i hear in a lot of other youtube videos or just in the industry talking with golfers is you know I say oh so what do you do to work out oh, i do tons of core tons of core mobility <laughs> all fitness so, awesome core mobility great i mean not that they're not important right. But in the absence of developing the ability to produce force and like mm-hmm. and we're, everyone's big on functional fitness, right? Functional mm-hmm. training. Like that's great if you can do a two minute plank, like, but who cares? Can you maintain stiffness while you're moving at a hundred miles an hour? You know, mm-hmm. I guess at the, if we're talking in through here, you're going to be moving 700 to a thousand degrees per second while side bending. And like, can you control that? Like a two minute plank ain't going to help you with that. Sorry. 
Uh, it's a static exercise that's not going to transfer to dynamics. I think that's the value of the lifting and bracing is you're having to maintain that stiffness while you're creating movement. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so just doing core and mobility, not going to necessarily, that may help in the beginning if you go from doing nothing to, with that. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you're looking to play at a high, high level or really progress mm-hmm. to the higher percentiles, I feel like, like you need more. Yeah, you need to use that as a little tool in your toolbox to assist with the bigger and more important things. Ultimately, what it comes down to is strength is that foundation of the power. And in order to be strong, you have to have that spinal stiffness. Yeah. In order to, to undergo a load, you have to have that spinal stiffness. You have to have that, that control throughout that core as well. So that's kind of where I talk about like the core. It can be a good tool in your training, but mobility and core alone aren't enough. It can be a plug and play in which you're filling it into the gaps in which you need to develop, but ultimately at the end of the day, you're using that core to set yourself up to train. So that way we can speak. Here. you can train and develop that power and become a better golfer. Absolutely. Cool. Well, I think on that tongue-tied note, <laughs> yeah, we've said enough. <laughs> Make sure you like us, give us a like, give us a subscribe, and we'll see you in the next one. Do it.